welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. It's me, your host, Harvey Hook, and the theme of this episode is what we refer to as your highest excitement. You can tell I'm a little bit excited about this topic. Just a little bit. So, the highest excitement is this, it's, it's a term that's thrown around a lot. And I don't know if you're new to it, or if you're, or if you're experienced with it, but what I'm going to do here is I'm going to be describing it to you, like as if you have no idea what it is. And if you feel like I'm babying you, skip to the end and leave a review or whatever, but most of the time, it'll be something that's worth it. So... Look, the reason why I'm doing this is just because this has been a massive theme of my life, been a massive theme of a bunch of people's lives, especially my clients, and so it's really worth talking about. In fact, if you listen to this regularly, you know I record these podcasts on Saturday. Whether or not they go to on iTunes, just because iTunes takes some time to sync up on the Saturday or on the Sunday, depending on what time of world or where in the world you are. Maybe sometimes you've listened or watched a live stream of this. It's always been on a Saturday. But I am so excited by this topic, by my highest excitement of telling you about this topic, that it is in fact a Thursday. So let's break it down. What is your highest excitement? So your highest excitement basically is whatever excites you the most right now. Now, in the past, I've talked about living in line with your nature. You know, in the last episode, I think we spoke about what is your nature as an animal. And a lot of people got value out of that. In fact, a few people or one person in particular, if you're listening to this, hello, Uh, One of my clients actually suggested that should be the theme of my book. Unfortunately, it's only going to be a part of my book, not the entire book. But in in that podcast, I talked about uh, living in alignment with your nature. Whether you're a bird, you're a bird, you're a dog, you're a dog, you're a cat, you're a cat. And it's important to live in line with that nature. But let's break it down a little bit deeper. What we want to do is actually... Live in alignment with our highest excitement. And what that means is whatever is the most exciting at this present point in time. Now, describing yourself in the metaphor of an animal is a really good way for you to get in touch with yourself. In fact, I would often describe it as step one. Because a lot of people don't know how to describe themselves. They're like, oh, I'm like this, I'm like this, I'm like this, I'm like this. I'm like, well, what are you? They're like, oh, I'm like a cat. I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting? Because then you can unpack metaphors. And if you worked with me privately, you know how much I love metaphors. Because as they say, life is like a box of chocolates. And you know exactly what that means. I once met a guy who was a salesman. I asked him, can you explain sales to me like a metaphor? And he said, ooh, sales is like a continual conversation. I was like, that's really nice. All you need to do is just chat to people. I was like, yeah, I have a really good time. I met another salesman and they said, ooh, uh, sales is like a double-edged sword. You either cut them or you get cut. I said, you have a really bad time, don't you? Like, it's like it's stressful, eh? And he's like, yeah. But your highest excitement is whatever excites you the most at this present time. It's truly living in alignment with your nature, living in alignment with your body, living in alignment with your feelings. Now, the thing that's scary about this 
is sometimes what excites us the most is not what we actually would consider exciting. What excites us the most might be lying in bed all day. What excites us the most might be be being quite depressed. What excites us the most might be seeing friends. There's a bunch of things. And I'm going to give you some examples from people's lives. I'm giving you examples from my own life just to like let you know this, what this deeper, what this means more deeply. But it's whatever excites you the most because most of the time it's what needs to actually happen. And what I mean by needs to actually happen, it's not what should happen. You know, like I should eat healthy. Like you, uh, uh, have you ever thought that in your life that you should eat healthy, you know, or I should lose weight. Have you ever thought of that? But you don't do it. Because that ain't exciting. Truth be told, for those people who do that kind of stuff, there is an element of excitement to it. So if you're one of those people, I hope I haven't alienated you here, but if you're one of those people, it's because it's the most exciting thing to do. Now, if you want to know what your highest excitement is right now, whether it's good or bad, because it can be bad. Remember, excitement doesn't necessarily mean joy. Excitement can even mean pain. But if you want to know what your highest excitement is right now, and I'm going to ask you this. First of all, I want you to get in touch with your body. Now, if you're driving, this is going to be a bit hard. I want you to focus on the road and maybe try and feel the energy and movement in your body. Like in the same way, if you're to feel your hands, you can often feel the energy in your hands. What I want you to do is feel the energy in your body. Just feel it move. If you can, maybe there's aches, maybe there's pains. Maybe you're quite sensitive to your body. Maybe your body's quite numb. Maybe it's full of anxiety. Maybe it's full of joy. Maybe it's just full of who the hell is this weird guy talking to me kind of feelings, like a bit confronted as well. Um, But whatever these feelings are, right, I want you to ask yourself the question now that we're in touch with our body. What is exciting you the most? What is exciting you the most? Or more specifically, what should I do right now that would excite me the most? Now, what's the answer? Is the answer, if you're driving, if you're sitting, is the answer to stop doing that, start doing something else? Is the answer to get up, dance around? Is the answer to message some friends? Is the answer to be crazy? Because sometimes we got to do the crazy things. You know, it might say to go against every piece of dating advice to like not send your ex this crazy message, but there might be some unresolved feelings in yourself. And this is the only time that I'd say, go do it. Because normally, like, on the world of logic, you know, like, have you ever been, like, let's just put yourself in the situation. Have you ever been in a situation where an ex has made you angry? And when an ex has made you angry, you probably just want to tell that person off, whether you're a guy listening to it or her or whatever, or whatever gender orientation, let's just say them. So you've got your ex and you're like, oh, fuck that person. And you just send, you want to send them a long and angry text message. And you know that logically it's not going to get you what you're, you want. And truth be told, that is correct. It will not achieve you with most people. With some people it will because some people are quite conscious and some people aren't. But there is a time to do it. And the time to do it is actually when you feel like that's the most highest excitement in you. 
So excitement means energy. Whatever's the highest energy feeling that you need to give or that you want to give or that you have to give or that you have to do, just like this podcast is for me right now. Now, if you follow me on Facebook, yesterday I sent a message out. I sent a la uh, uh, a post out. And I sent a very similar post to my clients. I said to them, hey, I'm just not going to be, I'm going to be very quite vacant. You know, I'm not going to be really posting or really responding to people's messages. I hope people understand. Because guess what? I was going through some shit. And I'm not going to get into that shit here. But, and, but, that was the highest excitement for me to feel. Was for me to be depressed. Was for me to go through that and to lie in bed and to just meditate as much as I could. And I had this energetic shift. It was almost like fucking convulsions in my body. That's what happens sometimes. You know, I give you the meditation that works. Holy shit, you will experience some things. But yeah, that's the fucking truth sometimes. That like, that whatever excites us the most might not be the thing that we should do. Heaven, heaven forbid, you know, when I started doing this, I stopped working out. I had all these goals. Oh, I got to be TV ready. I got to be magazine ready. I have these goals personally of being on the um, on like the cover of like Men's Health magazine and be like, I did it by eating hot dogs or some shit like that. You know, like a joke, but like seriously on the thing, you know? And it's really funny because honestly, those motivations were motivating for me, but they weren't as motivating as they should be. So I stopped working out. I gained weight. Like a crazy bastard, I started eating more. And then I watched the TEDx talk about this 86-year-old bodybuilder, and I was like, I want to be that guy, and then started working out again. You know, It's like when you live in alignment with your highest excitement, your nature, what you'll find is, is that you'll stop doing the things that you shouldn't do. You'll start to feel the things that you should feel, and then eventually you'll start to do the things that you should. And it'll come from a place of power. So one of my favorite books, and I'm just going to describe this. Uh, I think it's Richard R. Dawkins. I don't remember the name at the top of my head. But you can search power versus force. And in fact, if you search power versus force PDF, there's a free PDF version online. Get that shit in your head. And it talks about this this ama- it's an amazing book which talks about how life favors power and not force. And it has this beautiful list. And when I first read this list of these uh, contrasting ideas, I often, I actually read it to a lot of people. And most people, you know, my mom, like my friends, just all of these people, I wanted them to hear. And it has this list of contrasting, contrasting values, like uh, contrasting feelings and emotions. Like some of them are, for example, like anger, oh, sorry, no, not anger, sorry, confidence versus arrogance. Like confidence versus arrogance. Very different, but very similar. Inviting versus insisting. Very similar, very different. And if we were to look at inviting versus insisting, which do you think is the more powerful option? Inviting or insisting? Well, inviting is, obviously. And I don't know if you've ever felt this, but if you've felt the phrase like, I have to make them do this. Or how can I make him love me? How can I get him to text me back? That's insisting. 
That's force. And life favors power. If you want to know the difference between power versus force, I would describe it as thus. Are you giving more than you get or are you getting more than you give? If you are giving more than you get, that is power. And if you are getting more than you give, that is force. And in only to get to a place of power, we must truly experience the emotions that we have stopped ourselves from experiencing. This is the beauty. This is when you start to heal. This is when a single kiss with a stranger that meant more to you in that moment because you were being so authentic can mean more than years of pain or years of time spent with someone because you think that's what you should do. And I find a lot of people do this where they stay in relationships because they think that's what they should do or they don't want to keep making more mistakes or they stop themselves from making a big mistake, which is a mistake in itself. And I know I've been talking about this esoterically, but this is this is the truth. We need to experience these emotions. We need to live in alignment with our excitement. And if our excitement is to feel pain, I want you to feel pain. I had a client that we did this regression exercise on. I said this once before to do with her social, she had social anxiety, and I love the story. Because guess what? We helped her relive it. We helped her push through that pain. And my God, did she have the worst week of her fucking life because she was experiencing that. And holy shit, this is what happens. And you know what? I'm probably experiencing this right now as I'm speaking. But after that week, it was like that pain never existed in the first place. It had finished its course. And all of a sudden, life's lessons that were blocking her finally came through. And she said to me, she's like, I'm a social person now. Like she'd never not been social before. How true is that? And you know, I've even had these times where I've lived in alignment with my excitement. And I've been horrified. Because I stopped doing what I thought I should be doing. And I started doing what I think was the wrong thing to do. A client comes to me and I tell them the truth and I think it's going to break them and it does, but it's in the right way. And then from that feeling comes every other feeling they were meant to feel and they become a whole person afterwards. This is the highest excitement and sometimes it comes from pain. Sometimes it comes from fear. Sometimes it comes from anxiety. Sometimes it comes from just turmoil. But we need to experience these things. Because if we don't, we it'll, it, it will manifest in your life for like so much. It'll manifest in ways you never realized, never thought. And sometimes these feelings aren't your own. They aren't. Sometimes they're from society. Sometimes they're from family. Sometimes they're from the fucking TV you watch as a kid. So that's this podcast. And as always, make sure to share this podcast with every person that you know. And if you don't, that's okay too, but I'll be sad. 
And uh, make sure to leave a uh, review if you're reviewing this on iTunes because we're trying to get to number one uh, in the sexuality section. And if you're in Melbourne next Monday, I am doing a thing. It's called Sex and Tech. I'm speaking with some other cool people, including some other people who are podcasts, podcasters, about how technology has changed dating and relationships. So that's going to be something I'm really excited about. I'm going to film it if they'll let me, because who knows if they will. Um, I I should be the kind of person I just bring a camera in. Um, uh, You know, like, just bring it in. But I'm a respectful person. And so uh, I'll be recording it. Might put it on YouTube. Might not. Who knows? But I will see you next week. And uh, make sure in the meantime, make sure to live to your highest excitement. Harvey out. Goodbye.